Hello, we are Terra Nova, a horror podcast. We're hosted by Kendall and Jackie. And here we talk about everything, well, horror. And this podcast is specifically for you, the horror fans, and also the non-horror fans. If you're too scared to watch the movies, it's fine. We talk about it, we discuss it, we dissect it, we laugh about it, talk about the good, the bad, the tropes, and new episodes are launched every Monday. And you should definitely follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TerraNotePod. And most importantly, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And tell your dog too. Cujo. <laughs> how's it going jackie hi guys how's everything how was your weekend sir it was it was it was pretty good can't complain you know get a little fitness in i might have injured myself playing basketball but i'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I think I just my calf was a little tight, but I'm I'm good. And uh, you know, I got ready for this watching this crazy movie that we about to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So we decided to watch a B-rated movie because I love B-rated movies. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I just want to say this. Uh, just for disclaimer, this is another Jackie episode. <laughs> <laughs> She she chose this film. Uh, I've heard of it because one of my best friends actually had a shirt, has a T-shirt of this film. Um, and I, I've never, I remember he was like, man, this movie is so cool. You have to check it out one day. And then Jackie bringing it up kind of brought my life full circle. So uh, I'm, I'm going to let her lead this one because this, this was definitely her, her decision. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, again, I just, I love B-rated movies. I, ugh, they're just so good. They're so good because they're so bad. But, um. <laughs> so yeah, so Killer Clowns from Outer Space is literally just the title is basically about killer clowns that come out from outer space. Um they hit this small town and you know some local uh, kids or I think young adults, I'm not really sure what how old they were, but you know first discover them, they're trying to inform the local authorities of what's going on like oh my god, there's killer clowns. We have to save them. We're going to save people. They're doing something. And of course, like every other horror movie, the authorities do not believe them. So is, is this such a ridiculous movie with so many like different tropes, different tools the clouds use? Like, is this, is this a mockery on its own without trying to be a mockery? And that's what I love about the movie. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I feel like you just pretty much gave away the whole plot to the film because that that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> These clowns show up and everyone's kind of like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And I, I I would say the cast seemed like they were probably in their. They looked like they were in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they were trying to kind of portray probably someone like young adult for the most part, and they, they did that pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely good. Um, for the one thing I was saying. Because I know that's what the creators were thinking about. Because, um, well, fun fact, the creators of the movie are actually three brothers who worked on it together. And it, it kind of gives you a sense of The Blob, which is also one of my all-time favorite classic horror movies, the original and the 1980s remake. And it, it reminds me so much of The Blob in terms of like... This thing coming from space, it's, it's, it's killing people, you know, they're trying to inform, like, this is happening, this is happening, nobody believes them. It, it just gives off so <laughs> many, like, the blob vibes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to ask, did you know anything about this movie going in? No, I had no idea about it. Um, I just kept seeing the image of it. And I was just like, oh, it looks pretty cool. I kind of want to watch it. And plus, again, I love B-rated movies. Fair enough. Because, yeah, I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't know much either. One of my best friends, he has a t-shirt. That's about as far as I know about the movie. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, the art for it looks really wacky and kind of tacky. And I was like, I'll give this a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just... uh, 
Smooth is crazy. So, I guess, yes. But it is crazy. We're going to get really specific. I guess first impressions. What did, what did you think of it overall? I know you said you kind of you like the B movie. You love B movies, but what did you think about this film overall? I I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. It was, it was pretty decent for what they were doing, for what they were trying to do. Um, very small budget, but they did pretty well with it. What about you? Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> I liked it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was really a lot of fun. It was probably more fun than I expected it to be. Like I, I thought it was gonna be pretty weird and crazy, and I, I got all of that. But it was. It was a lot of fun. I liked everything really from like the costumes. The costumes looked crazy. I didn't know what the clowns would look like because mm-hmm. um, all I've seen of the movie really was the poster. So from the first moment they kind of showed the clowns, I was kind of like. Oh, what the f- what the fuck? Like, what is, <laughs> what is this? Like, they're in these weird rubber suits. And honestly, the moment, the moment I saw the rubber suits, I immediately thought of something you said in one of the previous episodes about how you love practical effects and you love, like, the rubber like the rubber suit look. And I was yeah. like, oh, this gonna, Jackie's going to love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, because like, I get what they were trying to do because they really wanted to make these clowns look like abnormal clowns like they definitely do not belong in this world some of them are big some of them are small some of them have like you know sharp teeth some weird faces uh did a really good job with the prosthetics (laughs) they really did i i give them that i give them a clap to that yeah it was definitely one of the the wackiest clowns i feel like even if you put those clowns next to like your average clown in a carnival, they, they clearly stand out. They just look really wacky. Their features were super exaggerated. They're like the weird creases in their face. Like their facial expressions were so weird. Like, everything about it was just so weird and clunky. I, I can see why this is a cult classic. Yeah, definitely is. And the one thing too about B-rated movies is that it's it's not meant to be... It's not meant to be seen as like one of the best. It's just like it's it's so bad, it's so good. And this movie was just so bad, but it was so good. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a perfect perfect description. What did you think of the plot overall? Um, again, it it goes back to me saying that how it gives me the blob feels. You know, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a bit more quirky because it's clowns. You know, you just don't expect that, like clowns. You know, um, but yeah, it just reminded me of the Blob in a sense. You know, these things, this thing. So, the funniest thing about the whole movie is that the spaceship is literally a clown's tent. I think that is the most. <laughs> yeah, the carnival tent. That is the most funniest thing I have ever scene like oh my god um a crash lands you know instead of ooze coming out like the blob it's just clowns <laughs> it's clowns doing a whole bunch of stuff and uh, it was just again like it was just so ridiculous and it was just a whole big mockery but i enjoyed it i get what they're trying to do it was just it was just too funny what about you I thought it, I thought it was I didn't know where the plot was going to take us. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, with these with these kind of films, I guess you can put this in the realm of a monster film. Mm-hmm. Kind, of. I guess you could put it in that same similar space. So you know, with those kind of films, you you, you usually get the templated kind of plot of the monster appears. People, of course, you know they don't believe you, but then like the monster isn't really isn't shown enough for people to kind of believe you. It's like you, you believe the main characters because you're watching it firsthand, mm-hmm. but the, the main, the monsters aren't immediately present enough for other characters within the film to immediately believe the main character. So I was kind of shocked that they, at the beginning, how they kind of immediately jumped into it. Well, you know, they, they had him and his girlfriend who were kind of out at this, this make out place and all the characters are wacky too. I love that about this film. The characters are super wacky. It feels really eighties and bizarre. And I love that. But uh, plot-wise, the thing that was really interesting to me was when they went to go get the police officer to help them out because they were like, there's there's been murders after they've been inside of the spaceship, the carnival tent. And it was really cool how, like, of course, the officer didn't believe them for a moment, but then they kind of immediately found proof Mm -hmm. that put him on, they brought him on board. And I thought that was really interesting because you usually don't get that aspect until, like, the third act of films. And then people start believing. And the clowns, you know, they're running throughout town, which I didn't expect that. I didn't think that was, this was going to be that kind of film, but the clowns literally take over the town. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, 
God. And then there were like these two brothers in the film. Uh, I forgot what they're called. They're like driving around an ice cream truck. <laughs> On an ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> they're like fighting. They're like, you said I look at girls. No, you said that. And that seems so ridiculous because the town already kind of hated them for being clowns. And then when the the alien clowns come down, everyone's just like, oh my God, is it them? Is it them causing trouble? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, they were so wacky with that ice cream truck. It was so weird. I loved how when they when when they went to the police station and they mentioned to the they mentioned to the other cop who was like who was a complete asshole, the older cop, which mm-hmm. just seemed like a jaded cop for some reason. Uh, I loved how the moment they were like, "Oh, you know, there's clowns out here killing people," and he was like, "Oh, you talking about those two bozos in the ice cream truck?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just loved like it, it had the perfect small town vibe of like everyone knows everyone everybody knows how everyone acts so they're kind of like oh these, this isn't anything new these people are doing the stuff that they normally do he's like you guys are trying to prank us again like and I love that that was so much fun yeah oh my god that guy was a oh I hated that guy he was such a dick <laughs> yeah he was a dick you knew he was gonna die I was happy when he died I was like good for his ass <laughs> So like, uh, yeah, I would say his death was probably one of the creepiest, to tell you the truth. Oh, yeah, they turned him into <laughs> like, uh, a dummy. Yeah, he like stuck his hand up and was using like a dummy. It was just like the way they did it was kind of like, I would say spookier than a lot of the other murders in the film, which were, I would say, more so funny, like between the 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 gun, the cut the gun that kind of wrapped people in cotton candy, which that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the dude had the the popcorn. <laughs> he threw the popcorn on that. That scene cracked me up when they threw the popcorn at him, and he was like, "Why did they throw popcorn on us?" And then he used like a he made a a balloon dog, and then the dog was smelling off the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, that was the, yeah the imagination. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty clever. Like the way they did that with the tools, like. Yeah, they had several weapons. Like one wraps you up in cotton candy. Um, one they they throw popcorn at you. That's also like a tracker. Um, <laughs> and then if they deem you valuable, they they put you in a balloon. Like, oh my god! Yeah, he put it inside of like the like the like a what was that like the bubble gum, the bubble gum ball. Mm-hmm. That he put, they put the girl inside of. That was hilarious. I like when um this man called the police station and he was just like, "What? A clown put your wife in a balloon? Stop pranking us!" And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was that's, that was the thing I just really didn't see coming with the film. I didn't think they were going to literally just come into town and start invading the town. And just seeing the different ways in which the clowns were doing it was so much fun. Like, you know, they were trying to get, they were trying to lure children away from their parents. The the, the one that blew my mind was the hand puppets. Oh, yeah. With the shadows. <laughs> that scene was awesome. Everybody was like, oh, great. It's a clown. And he's doing the hand puppets. They're like, wow, that's amazing. And then the hand puppet just like eats them. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. I did not think that was going to happen. That was really cool. Yeah, that was, it was really interesting how they did that. Um... Also, the pies. Um, so they were trying to figure out were they taking the people they wrap up in um, cotton candy cocoons and the balloons, and they were like, "Where else would a clown go?" And it was like this this, this fair, this carnival fair that they were like, "Okay, let's just bring them all there." And there was a security guard, a security guard that was just like, "What are you guys doing here? You shouldn't be here." And so they all threw pies at him, which apparently melted him to the bone. <laughs> I was like, wow. But a fun fact about that, according to the creators, those were actual real pies. They used real pies to throw people. That must have been so much fun to shoot. Yeah. Just throwing pies at the guy. Like, I... I once again, this is a film I definitely would have loved to like take a role in. If they would have signed me up to be a clown, I don't care which kind. If it was a short one, tall one, I, I would have took it. That those clowns were funny. They didn't have any lines. They would make weird noises, like essentially a weird alien noise that they would communicate amongst themselves, and that was really it. They did. They didn't say much. They just killed people in like weird and crazy ways. And laughed. They laughed at you. 
Yeah, and they laughed. I love. Oh yeah, the other scene that was really great. I think we pretty much end up just talking about different scenes because this movie is just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one, another scene that really stood out to me was the one then with the bi- with the motorcycle guys, like the biker gang. Mm-hmm. They, the, the clown came by on his little like bike and he was riding, and the, the biker gang is making fun of him. And they're like, "Oh, look at this dude on his bike! Like, what, what is this? Can I ride your bike?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> And he's just laughing at him, and he just breaks the bike. <laughs> he destroys yeah. it. He's like, what are you going to do? And he literally punched the guy's head off. Mm-hmm. That was so stupid, but so great. I love the other guy's reaction where he was like, you should have just let him ride your bike. Like, that was... <laughs> it was so stupid. I know. But, um, yeah, they definitely had fun making this film because... Um, so the three brothers who worked on it, they directed it, they produced it, they wrote it, they 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 hired their friends. Like a lot of the people who play characters, like the girl, not even the not the couple, but like the brothers, mm-hmm. the the boyfriend, um, those were their friends. They knew them and they're like, Hey, you wanna be in a movie? And they even called up a friend of theirs to to help with the special effects. So they were like, we're going to have fun with this by bringing people we generally know. And we're just going to enjoy it. We're just going to do it for fun. That's That had to be really cool. Like for your friend that just kind of caught. It seemed almost like, you know, what people pretty much try to do now with like YouTube and all these other sites where people are just like, hey, let's just make a short film or something. Mm-hmm. But they actually made something that ended up, you know, becoming really, really popular. And, you know, they're trying to do a sequel for a few years. Yeah, seems like it's never happened. But they is there's now rumors of them possibly doing a uh, a TV series. So that would that could be really interesting. I kind of hope that they bring this back in some way. Like I don't want a remake, but I would like a sequel of some sort where it's wacky and tacky. I feel like this this series kind of fits in a similar realm of I would say like a Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 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 franchise definitely feels like it fits in that kind of a realm. And they made what. I think six or seven Sharknados, which is crazy to me. <laughs> they made a ton of those. I feel like this is the kind of franchise that could that can, that can do that, and it can get weird and wacky with the '80s. So they can definitely pull into even like they can even uh, borrow ideas from Sharknado of like doing cameos of like famous people from the '80s. Yeah, I feel like I want to see more of this. Yeah, I mean, one of the creators he said it himself that how like they they did wanted to make it into a franchise. They were like, it sh- it sh- he joked around and said, we should have been at Killer Clowns 9 by now. Like, <laughs> he's right. Yeah, like he really wanted to be a franchise. He, I, I forgot the reason why it just ended up in production hell for so many years. But yeah, I mean, they kind of did revive Killer Clowns, not in in a movie sense but more of an entertainment where it's featured in i think one of universal studios horror nights like as part of a haunted house oh. and they redid they basically remodeled the the van they drive um oh, the wow. cotton candy cocoons they have people dressed up as the clowns from the movie just to, just to terrify you and scare you that sounds really cool. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I, I would not want to enter that. I'm terrified of clowns, so no. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're scared of clowns. So how did you, I guess, did you make it through this because it was more funny, or how did you make it through this film? Yeah, because it was just so ridiculous. It was just so bad. I mean, I could tolerate clown movies. It's not so bad versus seeing an actual clown. If it's an actual clown in front of me, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just going to be like, get the hell away from me. But if it's like in a movie <laughs> or whatever, it's not really gonna scare me. I know it's someone underneath makeup and a mask or whatever. But it's just, uh, it was just so ridiculous. Okay. But you know, so Pennywise doesn't bother you. Not so much. Not so okay. much. But it's funny because like when I first saw the um the picture that they you know usually promote movies you know like like this but they're on any streaming mm-hmm. site whatever i thought when i was looking at little clips that it was actually puppets that's what i thought like i thought okay this is claymation oh. this is puppets i had no idea that it was just like you know people in clown outfits and masks and stuff like that but i still <laughs> think it was pretty cool 
Yeah, it had to be like a ton of fun to shoot this. The, the, another another scene that really cracked me up um, was the one where uh, where the guys inside the grocery store and the clown is just grabbing everything off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> like he's on the phone with the cops. He's like, "Hey, officers, can you guys please come here?" Like I don't even know how to explain what's happening, but uh, I guess there's a clown or something here, and he's like, "It's going kind of crazy. Can you come down there?" And the guy, the clown, was just grabbing everything. He was grabbing candy. He was grabbing some random stuff that said Bugs Bunny on it, hats, all kinds of stuff. The clown, <laughs> the clown was just like a crazy super shopper. I don't even know what's going on there. Yeah, it was funny because they were like doing a whole bunch of shenanigans. They were like throwing stuff at each other falling off each other like they really did a good a good job with putting like the funny things clown clowns actually do entertainment yeah like the water trick the flower the water the, the pies oh yeah the tripping each other the like it's just it was just so funny they even did the clown car a bit right before they pod the guy oh okay. <laughs> yeah like a big clown medium clown <laughs> Semi medium, <laughs> then small and smallest. <sighs> That's crazy. I I know the budget for this movie wasn't even that big. I think it was like was it like two million dollars or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Which I guess in the eighties, two million probably take you further than it would in twenty twenty. But yeah, it's just, it's 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 wild because the the suits look really well done. Yeah. Um. Even the special effects, like um. I still say the funniest part is how they kill clowns. That's that's so ridiculous. <laughs> like the way to kill a killer clown is by stabbing it in its nose. <laughs> so ridiculous. Just pop his nose. But in one of the scenes when you know when when the cop Dave finds out how to do it, you know one of the clowns starts spinning around and he just bursts. So in yeah. one of the behind the scenes, they actually, they actually, what they did was that they put um, glass pieces around this round, this rotating cylinder, and they just like flashed mm-hmm. a whole bunch of lights around it. So they basically rotated that to give that effect of the clown sparkling and bursting and you know dust and stuff like that. And then their friends, who's a special effects guy, he edited it so that it looks the way it does in the film. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. So they did a lot of their own stuff. They did like really mild special effects here and there, what they could do. But everything is, is really just themselves, including <laughs> including the giant clown, freaking Killzilla. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was something I didn't see coming at all. <laughs> I wonder how they came up with the idea for that one. Uh, I forgot which brother, but I know one of the brothers is actually the man underneath the mask for that scene. He plays the giant clown. <laughs> and uh, when they were filming it, they said that how it was just an optical illusion where, you know, you put something in front to make it look larger and put something in the yep. back to make it look smaller. That's how they did that scene to make him look giant. Basically, they're how they do Godzilla movies back in the day, you know? So they did it something oh, that's really, similar. That's really smart. Yeah. So that's how they pulled that off. But even that was just, I was just like, really? This whole tent. <laughs> and then you have this giant Godzilla like clown. Like, I, I've seen everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing that really threw me off I didn't see coming was uh, uh, the scene with the, the girl. A little bit after she like took a shower, she was at home. And they remember had a popcorn, we still kind of like making sounds <gasps> yeah. and talking. And then they kind of morphed into almost like these little shop of horror type plants. Oh, that was so I good. Did, I didn't expect that. That was so good. That was so good and funny. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, and that too. Like the creators have said that how um, they really were inspired by a lot of like their favorite movies. So a lot of it is featured in this film, like um, the scene with the the electricity light when they're in the ship, the the guy and the girl, and they see this mm-hmm. whole like room. Um, that was inspired by um, Forbidden Planet that came out like I think like in the twenties or thirties. And oh wow, yeah, and 
they didn't like the creators didn't really plan this, but the the cotton candy cocoons. Um, they were saying that how like subconsciously they might have, you know, took that from Invader of the Body Snatchers. Because they didn't think about it at first, but like it is reminiscent of when they put them in the pods. Oh yeah, that that makes perfect sense. I haven't watched that movie in a long time either. That, that's a really good film. I think it, it was a remake and it was original for that one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's a good point. It does kind of take from that a little bit. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't do it on purpose, but they're like subconsciously they didn't realize it until after they were like, oh wow, I guess we did do that. So so yeah, like because you know these three brothers are really big monster and horror fans, so they just wanted to do something that. Mm-hmm. That terrifies them. I think one of the misgather clowns, and then just turn it into what we have now as color clowns. It's just, it's just really done. It's really done well. It's a really good B-rated movie. Ridiculous. The music was great. Yeah, that was really good. You know, I read an article that I think they had like over fifty composers, and only one they selected to do the whole score for the movie. That's that's insane. Yeah. I always wonder how like composers this is kind of a side note, but I always wonder how composers for a lot of films, not just horror but all genres, kind of uh flaunt about <laughs> about making music that ends up being like remembered forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think of films like like obviously Halloween, mm-hmm. like that they have this theme song and I, if I recall I think Wes Craven was a part of a part of making that song like he was kind of he kind of i think he made the original piano rift or something like that which later was turned into like the song that we know and love it, it was something like that but that particular song but like if you think of jason you think of even like the girl singing freddie like music plays such a huge part in a lot of these films and i just always kind of wonder like is it some guy walking around like yeah i'm the one who made that song for freddie like that was <laughs> that was my idea like yes i'm the one who made the music for killer clowns from outer space that's that's my thing yeah because <laughs> i would tell everyone mm-hmm. yeah for real but uh, it was just like again it was just so funny it's just like, you could tell it was a movie really made for fun and just a whole bunch of guys just having fun enjoying themselves and you know they didn't think it was gonna be as popular as it i mean that's how most people go into these movies they don't really think it's gonna make anything or it's gonna be remembered but it was Mm -hmm. you know and they had i think they had like a 30th anniversary i forgot i think it was recently and you know, they had like a special DVD release of it with extra content and you know a lot of people were you know after that was decided so when's the sequel where's the sequel we want a sequel <laughs> that has to suck for something to be so popular and it's so tough to make a sequel for it that has to be terrible I'm, I'm hoping they figure something out eventually <laughs> yeah cause I mean especially now with today technology, you know they could do so much more. <laughs> they could get away with so much more now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. They, they could do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. It's so funny, though, and ridiculous. If, <laughs> I want to ask you if, you if you had to choose, what, uh, what would be probably your favorite weapon that they use in the film? Like that the clowns use? Hmm. Or power. It seems like they have special powers, too. So, favorite weapon or powers? That's kind of hard. That's so hard because like they all have really cool weapons and abilities. Um, I don't know, probably the popcorn. <laughs> Are you really like the popcorn one? Yeah, like I would totally shoot somebody with just popcorn, and they're like, "I can run away." I'm like, "Well, I can find you, and if I can't find you, <laughs> they're gonna morph and eat you anyway." So, eh, it's a win-win. <laughs> good point good point what about you i feel like if i had to choose i'd I'd probably go with either either the balloon animals because i can only wonder what else you can do but they only use that one time oh, I so i can only that. imagine other stuff you can make with balloon i forgot about <laughs> yeah, that that was a cool one yeah either the balloon animals or the shadow puppets because the shadow puppets i did not expect to eat those people so okay. i can only, that kind of means that they, it seems like their power is almost limitless so that's really cool mm-hmm yeah, that was it was so funny. The old couple were just like, Oh look at that shadow game. Hoo, 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 hoo. And then they got eaten. 
And then the, the, the cop Dave is just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. And the guy was just like, well, I've been telling you this, killer clowns. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's so crazy. Yes. And it's just funny how like <clears throat> it's like a different take of um a killer clown film too. Because we've seen so many different ad- you know adaptions of like what a killer clown is. You know, we have Pennywise. We have all these other like horror films where clowns literally eat your flesh. They haunt you. They chase after you. They want to like you know slash you or whatever. These are just aliens who just want to drink your nectar. Apparently, that's <laughs> all they want to do. <laughs> Very good point. They're definitely different. Um, not not exactly in this. They're they're scary, but not in the same way as like someone like a Pennywise. That's that's the main example I could think of. Well, the killer clowns are there. I'm sure there are a lot of examples of one. There's a movie like Stitcher where a man starts forming into a clown. Oh, is that is? I think I think I've seen that film. Is that I think that one was called Clown, right? And it was like this guy, he finds, uh, um, maybe we're talking about a different film, but I remember when I saw f- a f- fairly recently, it was, I think it was called Clown. It's like some guy, I think he's like a real estate agent or something, and he finds like this chest in, um, inside of one of the houses, and it has like a clown suit inside, and he like tries it on for fun because his kid's birthday party is up, and then like the suit won't come off. I think so, yeah. Yeah, those, those are probably like the main two clown examples I could think of is like Pennywise and that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different, like, versions of clowns. It's just Pennywise, but there's like, you know, I believe in American Horror Story, they had a clown in one of the seasons. The color clown. Um, what is it? And then you have all these other, like, B-rated movies that come out that go, that go straight to video. Like, um, you yeah. know, Stitcher or like, like you know, like Clown or there's other whole bunch of clown movies out there um but yeah yeah it is tons of them mm-hmm. and it's just interesting how like people really do develop a fear of clowns either from like going to a circus as a child and getting scared by a clown or watching a movie and then being scarred for life uh yeah definitely <laughs> i know a few friends that that's happened to i know it scared me for quite a bit as a kid uh mm-hmm. I-, I have something about it i think it was one part that I was, I basically, the, I would say the thing that scared me the most about it when I first saw it was that I had a nightmare about it before I before I even saw the film. Mm. <laughs> and as a kid, I couldn't rationalize why I had a nightmare about this film prior to ever hearing about this character. Mm-hmm. What it turned out, realistically, was like I t- I took a nap or something like that, and my father was watching the film. Mm-hmm. So when I woke up, the character was on my television screen. So I'm assuming as a kid, it probably sunk into my subconscious or something, or I probably saw a glimpse of it before I fell asleep. And then now I'm thinking about this character that I don't recall ever seeing ever. And I wake up, it's now on my television. So that scared the hell out of me as a kid. <laughs> that just, that scared me stupid. I was like, I don't even want to see this character anymore. Like I was, I was just over it. I was like, I'm not even going to deal with this. And the crazy thing was, I still liked horror movies. Like I the, the fear of horror movies never went away. I mean, like I never was so scared of horror movies so i was going to stop watching them uh-huh. it was just it just it struck that chord with me because it caught me at right the right right the right moment in my childhood and it kind of stuck with me until i was about maybe 13 years old and then it came on tv and i was like no i gotta get over this and then i rewatched the whole film from scratch <laughs> just to get over my fear of it yeah my fear of clowns came from a nightmare from about ronald mcdonald i told kendall the story and he laughed at me but <laughs> That's, that's that's how my fear of clowns came about. Freaking Ronald McDonald scaring the hell out of oh, me yeah, in a nightmare. Don't go to hear that again. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Um, so in my nightmare, like I see an airplane and it crashes, and apparently Ronald McDonald's in the airplane. And then I see him like crawling out of it and his whole body is all twisted, all mangled up. And then like he's crawling towards me while his body is slowly going back. Like you like I can hear his bones like reforming again and just, it was just so like creepy as hell. And I was so terrified. Ever since then I was just like, I hate clowns. No. How old were you when you had this nightmare? Oh god, I don't remember. I know I was really young. But 
ever since then i was just like, like man like i don't know probably like 10 not even like a teenager like you were what, like 10 probably 10 like 10 or 11 but after that i was just like nah i'm not i'm not i'm not down the clock for that i never went to circuses <laughs> anymore because i was just like i don't want to clown come up to my face being like how you doing i'm like get away from me man i'm gonna punch your nose <laughs> You know what? I don't even blame you for that because even the, I remember when you first told me that story, which was fairly recently. From the moment you were telling me about it, I can visually picture exactly what you saw, and I was like, even as an adult, that would scare the fuck out of me <laughs> if I saw that happening. If I had a night, if I went to bed tonight and had that nightmare, that would scare the shit out of me. So I understand completely. Yeah, like you're, you're, you're like I'm over clowns. You're seeing a whole human being who's practically dead, like you know, forming his body. You're like, oh god, I don't want to think about it. I ain't gonna be thinking about it man <sighs> conversation <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad I ain't trying to make you revisit past trauma <laughs> where's my cotton candy gun when I need it just form me into a pod <laughs> <laughs> the cotton candy gun that is so man that was so that was so fun that was so much fun and then another thing the film, just to go back to the film a little bit, another thing the film that really cracked me up was during that scene where the girl was trying to escape her house, when she was she was about to jump out the window and the clowns were waiting down there with the trampoline, like that. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That's definitely a clown trope. <laughs> oh man, this movie is so much fun. Yeah, this is this is really fun. It was like a fun experience, you know, to, to see, to watch. It's just, it's just hilarious. Like, uh, it's so eighties. It's just so eighties. It's just so funny. <laughs> I want. Oh, I didn't even get a chance to look it up. I wonder if there was anything behind the scenes about how. Maybe you know some stuff behind the scenes about how they created the suits. Like what were some of the like were they had friends sketching the the ideas of how different clowns are going to look or something like how did they come up with the idea for their looks? I forgot what they said, but I think yeah, I think someone like because <clears throat> like I said, one of the brothers, he was actually I think he was scared of clowns or something about clowns, and he really wanted to bring it up. So it was definitely his idea how he wanted clowns to look like. Um, I forgot the process was. <laughs> I did like I did hear them talk about that. I kind of forgot what they said. But it was definitely one of the brothers. It was his idea. And then his other ones were just like, okay, let's go along with it. Let's just bring it to life. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, because they all have such a unique look. Mm-hmm. And they were all they all looked so drastically different. I was I was just wondering kind of throughout most of the film. I was like, I wonder who came up with the ideas for this. Like obviously clowns have exaggerated features and the drawings on their faces make them look even stranger, which I think historically that's why a lot of people were even afraid of them. Yeah. Um, but it was they just all looked so unique. Yeah, it was just again, it was just so good. Like uh, this is a good because again, like it's so bad, it's so good. Cause I mean, but that's the that's the whole point of a B-rated movie. I mean, not all B-rated movies are bad that it's good. They're just good because they're good, but this was one of them that's like, it's so bad, it's so good. Like, <laughs> just want to watch it. <laughs> but yeah. Have you ever seen B-rated movies before? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've seen I've seen a ton. I would, I'm trying to think of something that would probably even be considered B-rated. Maybe like Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. Probably, I think that would be considered pretty B-rated. Huh? I feel like Leprechaun became B-rated like after the, the sequel. Like after that, then it just became ridiculous after that. Yeah, you know, like the first one was, I would say, like a straight up horror. And then after that, it was kind of funny. Like it was like they went from making jokes about how short he was to <laughs> they like they kind of did a little bit of everything. So and, you know, they had what part five, which I think was around the time I stopped watching that franchise. And it was like Leprechaun in the Hood, which that was funny as hell. Like, I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but they did it. They, they liked it so much. They did it twice. <laughs> it must have made a lot of money or something. Uh, they even had him go to space. I know that's a pretty. Yeah, they even had him go to space. Oh, yeah, part four, he went to space. Yeah, that was, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, part four, he went to space. <sighs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, my favorite Whenever B-rated. I think of that movie. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, are you going to say you part what? 
No, I was going to say, whenever I think of Leprechaun in space, I remember having that on VHS, I think of two scenes. The one where he, like, killed one guy by basically coming out of his, like, breaking through his penis. Because he, like, went into the guy's body through, through pee, which was really weird. And the scene where he gets really big, and then he looks at his balls, and he was like, I have giant balls. Those are the only <laughs> scenes that come to mind when I think of Leprechaun 4. <laughs> um... But no, I was just going to say that my favorite B-rated movies will always be um, Return of the Living Dead movies. I love those movies. Those are like my favorite. Those oh, are yeah. my go-to B-rated movies. Like, ah, so amazing. But I'm definitely going to add this one you- to my list of B-rated movies because this yeah. movie is so ridiculous. <laughs> what do you think kind of makes films fall into that space of like beef b-rated cult classics like it seems like all the cult classics are pretty much b-rated films what do you think makes films kind of fall into that space i think it's probably because it's either like they're kind of like a mockery film i feel like they kind of start off as a mockery film or they're the writing or whatever is just so bad or it's just so cliche or so ridiculous that because the fact that it's like that, it's like, it's good. Like, you have to watch it. Like, you want to watch it because of how bad it is, how bad it's done. That That's, yeah, that sounds, that sounds right. Because I, I, I was trying to put my finger on it and I couldn't really think about it. Like, there are a lot of films, you know, people consider B-rated or cult classics. And I was always, you know, just being curious, wondering why people think that. I think it's kind of, I think you're right. I think it's a, that it's a fine line of... This movie's terrible, but this movie's good because it's kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you, I don't know how you write that lot. I don't know how you write that to get in that space of being that, but I think that's, that's kind of what it is. Cause it, like I said, this film kind of fits in the space in my mind of like a Sharknado, but I would say it's more entertaining, honestly. But I think Sharknado, it fits in like that, that kind of space of like, <laughs> once again, crazy concept, right? It's like who throws cl- who throws a bunch of sharks and then puts them inside of a tornado. Like that's yeah, insane. I, I, I um, couldn't get over <laughs> the Sharknado stuff. I was just like, are you serious? And I'm I'm so mad they made so many other like sequels of it. I'm like, oh my god. Well, <laughs> that's a that's another thing where. Uh, I think it kind of fits into this conversation of like why, how it ends up being a cult classic. And I know in the case of Sharknado, I remember this was, I forgot when the first one even came out. It was so long ago. It was maybe like 10 years ago or something like that. Maybe longer when the first Sharknado came out. Uh-huh. And I remember they said it became, it became really popular kind of at random. You know, uh-huh. sci-fi, uh, sci-fi channel essentially, they aired it. I think it wasn't even made, I don't think, by sci-fi. But it was made by a studio and they just kind of said, whatever. You know, sci-fi was known for a lot of their essentially B-rated type monster films, and Sharknado definitely fit the bill for that. They aired it, and uh, basically, I'm not going to say just one guy, but uh, I guess you could say notoriously one guy tweeted about it, who I guess had a fairly big following, or a few people notoriously tweeted about it, because they were just watching it and were like, what the hell is this? This is so weird and bizarre. And then from like the few tweets that people pretty much were having about the film, it somehow just ge- generated a really big fan base of people who were like, hold on, what is this movie about? That sounds insane. And then sci-fi kind of just kept airing it because people kept talking about it. The next thing you know, boom, cult classic. <laughs> so I think there's there's something to the formula of becoming a cult classic is kind of like making a film that doesn't have high expectations, essentially kind of getting lost in like the noise of just like entertainment and then being kind of rediscovered by our audience by sp- specific audiences later that seems to be the thing right yeah pretty much yeah because i mean again this one they just really want to have fun and they were just like to see what happens you know like i i and what's interesting about this movie too is that it kind of starts off right away with the aliens. You know, usually movies start off slow. They have to build the storyline. You have to they introduce the characters, like what's going on. No, but this one, it just went straight into like, hey, look, it's a meteorite. Where is it going? And then boom, clowns. So that's why <laughs> that's why I feel like it's different with this one, and I appreciate that because it goes straight into like. Yeah, this is about killer clowns. We're going to show you the clowns right away. Yeah, they didn't even try to get us like jumbled up into like a crazy love story or anything. Like, you know, they had that little moment where you kind of you you find out that the the cop who who the girl kind of took her boyfriend to 
she essentially, I guess, used to date him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to date. That's why he believes him. Um, that's why he believes pretty much her. And, you know, he even makes a joke once or twice about how, uh, I guess, she just wanted to date down or whatever. And that's why she's dating him, which was kind of funny. But other than that, they didn't even try to get us, like, really caught up in the love triangle of the whole situation. It was just like, nope, this movie is about killer clowns. This love stuff is just a small part of it, but this movie is about killer clowns. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and that's where we're going to focus. Yeah, and the funny thing about that, when I was looking at the documentary about it, um, when they first started filming the movie, um, the first test that when they first, you know, released it, it started off very differently. Where it was going to be a couple, like, you know, going to that whole, like, love cove cliffside that, you know, they were showing. Mm-hmm. Where a couple was going to be fighting. That's how it originally started. The how it's going to be a couple fighting. The guy kicks the girl out. And then that's how, um, essentially, they, they, he meets his demise, his, his demise by bumping into, like, a clown or something. And that was their original idea for the test. But then, of course... As the movie got greenlit and, you know, people were picking it up and like, oh, let's do it for real. They changed it how it is now. But they were going to keep it in a sense for a love, like a little love story to like start it off. Like very like urban legend, like, you know, like couples kissing and, you know, the cliffside, like, like, you know, they have a fight or whatever. And it's just like, what's that? I don't know. You know, let's go investigate. And then boom, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually now that you mentioned it I, I forgot what they call that phrase I think it's called like a first kill or something like that in most films where, you know they mm-hmm. kind of give you that scene to reveal the essentially the threat of the enemy mm-hmm. so whether it's like Friday 13th or something you get like that first kill kind of before you had been introduced to the cast mm-hmm. and now that you mentioned it they, that did just catch my attention that they, they avoided that entirely like they did the first kill essentially when they but they introduced you to the cast already like you see there's the guys in the ice cream truck you see the guy with his girlfriend you see all of these people kind of at this location spot that's known for like going to make out and couples having a good time and instead they kind of went with uh killing the guy with his dog yeah <laughs> like they, they introduced him briefly and they kind of was like okay he's the one who discovers this stuff like everyone kind of saw the the, the I guess we call it shooting star, the spaceship. They saw it, saw it, but he was the one who kind of discovered it first, and then they kind of went with him dying, and then now it's like, great, now we could just jump right into it, which is really cool. I think that's why the movie is so short. It's only like, I think, hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a relatively short movie, but it it gets straight to the point and has fun the whole way through. Yeah. yeah that's why I appreciate it about it. And, you know, yeah, the first kill thing. I mean, we have to, like, acknowledge who first did that. Hitchcock. He was the first one to do that. He was the first one to be like, oh, was he? I think he was. I mean, I know he was the first one to kill a major star in the beginning. People did not mm-hmm. see that coming with Psycho. Because the actress he chose was a very famous actress. So they were like, oh, she can do the lead role. Woo-hoo-hoo. And then he kills her right away. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Another thing about that guy. I didn't even know. Yeah, but... <sighs> Such a good movie. It's a good cult classic. I, I definitely like it. I really do hope, though, that they somehow bring the sequel out of production hell and figure out what they're going to do with it. You know, how are they going to top the first one? <laughs> you know, what other yeah. gadgets are they going to use this time that clowns use? Yeah, that would that would be fun to see her, like a... Uh a new version of this where people were trying even crazier ideas. And I, f- I hope it kind of sticks in that space of like being kind of bad, but kind of good. Cause I think it, it just works for this film. Yeah. yeah cause this is, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> oh my God, man. And the cotton candy thing made me laugh. Cause they're like cotton candy. Like, yeah, cotton <laughs> candy. You don't believe me. And then he sees like, the whole van full of covered in cotton candy. And they're like, you see, I told you. He was just like, he's like, it's definitely something else, but I wouldn't say cotton candy. <laughs> you know what I wondered? How much cotton candy would you really have to use to like literally create a cocoon that's like dense enough to carry or something? How much cotton candy would that take? <laughs> yeah, I would think it was cotton candy. I do think it was something else, like a different substance. Because if it was cotton candy, yeah, all those actors would be so pissed. I would be so upset if cotton candy got stuck in my hair. Because <laughs> cotton candy is sticky. That's pure sugar. 
Like, nah. That is true. I'd be like, you know what? I love you guys, but I'm not going to be covered in cotton candy. So it must have been some <laughs> some weird substitute that looks like cotton candy. But, uh, no, I think my other favorite scene in the movie was when they discover where they're keeping all these pods are and the balloons. And, you know, they're looking at this one of the clowns who comes, checks on the cocoons. He's knocking on them, I guess, for checking for firmness. He's like, he's like checking mm-hmm. for firmness. And then he takes out this, this crazy, silly straw, sticks it into one of the cocoons <laughs> and starts drinking the nectar. And you just see one of the guys say, you see, I told you, they're here to eat us. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, well, they're aliens. They're killer clowns. What do you think they're going to do? Laugh you to death? Like, come on. Oh, I forgot about that scene. The silly straw. Oh, that's so goofy. Yeah. He was like touching them for firmness, (laughs) like as if he's checking for fruit, if it's good and and firm. Like, okay, this feels good. I'm going to drink this. Oh man, this is that was so much fun. I forgot all about that. These clowns are wacky as hell. <laughs> so good, so good. You have any more comments when we get up out of here? Um, oh, I like the references they always make to um, what is it, Bozo the clown? Or like they're always mentioning, oh, yeah, Bozo. yeah, they're always mentioning Bozo or 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 Jobo, some some weird clown name they keep saying. I like how they reference that through the whole entire movie. So that was pretty <laughs> funny, but. Other than that, yeah, I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we, we covered it all. This movie was everything from bizarre to quirky to imaginative to original. Definitely memorable. I see why people love it the way they do. Uh, I might grab a t-shirt myself now knowing, <laughs> knowing how cool this movie was. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it was really cool. I like everything about it, from the music to the style to the outfits to the kills to everything about the movie was just really, really fun. If you, I would say, if you just want to watch it, watch a movie and have a good time, horror, or if you want to call it a comedy, it's it fits totally. It fits the bill. Yeah, highly recommend it. I w- yeah, I recommend it too. Like this is like this is so good. It's just entertaining. Like it's not meant to be taken seriously. You know, it's just there for entertainment purposes. Like just to just to watch it and be like, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I enjoyed it. I'm happy we both enjoyed them. It was it was well worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, let's get up out of here, Jackie. You want to say goodbye? Yeah, goodbye, everybody. Oh, and don't forget, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, we're definitely available on pretty much almost any platform you can find a podcast. You should be able to find us. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter. You could join our upcoming Facebook group where we'll be talking about where we talk about horror. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let people talk about movies, let people make movie recommendations. We just let people kind of congregate, have a good time and talk about the entertainment that we've loved for so long. So, But no crazy films. I have last w- but no crazy films because I know there's someone <laughs> out there and be like, hey, look this movie out. I'm like, no. No, thank you. <laughs> yes, any recommendations you make will be vetted. <laughs> yes. Because Jackie wants to sleep at night. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But thank you for tuning in. I have, I'm going to just say later and let Jackie wrap up. Wee. Ghost goodbye.